Osiris. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. All right, everybody. Hello. How are you doing? Good to have both of you guys back. Uh, but we're here for another episode of Always Almost There, Day After Show Live. The last one. A fall tour. Are you, are you showing off your hat there? Or was... I just didn't know if you could even see that. I can't really. What is... Oh, oh, someone's getting ready. Oh, you get the tab hat on. Yeah, Very I had, nice. I had to bust, bust the tab hat out. Tab hat. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. Doing good. Busy. Busy weekend. Yeah. It's Monday. Yeah, you're always you're always super busy. Well, as always, before we get started with today's episode, a word from our sponsor. Uh, today's episode of Always Almost There is sponsored by Verzio Wellness. Verzio Functional Mushrooms are here to help right now, whether you are gearing up for a show, going to sleep afterwards, or recovering and restoring the day after. With a wide range of health benefits, Verzio Mushrooms help you make the most out of the moment through the ancient healing properties in their highly potent fruiting bodies. The organic certified therapeutic potency and their planet-positive refill system are two of the many standout reasons that a Verzio is my choice supplement. Be clear, chill, balanced, energized, protected, focused, and calm in the moment with the Verzio Mushrooms. Use code STORMSOUND15 for 15% off your order, available to ship anywhere in the U.S. or Canada. Cool stuff. So you want to talk about what's going on right now in the world of Goose? Yeah. In the world of Goose? Yeah. I, I said the other day this, that I was... Let's zip through the show last night because yeah. I think like, we got a lot of other stuff to talk about. Um, I, I said the other day that I was like looking forward to the end of tour and now that the end of tour is here, I'm kind of sad that we're not going to do this every day. But, you know, let's, uh, let's talk ACL. This is kind of an anticlimactic end to what was an otherwise pretty large tour musically. But uh, Well, and I was... Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, like, I was thinking the same thing the other day, just just this two tours in a row where we get a, a festival set as the tour closer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, yeah, that's why I mean, that's you know, you're not going to get a Philly two, Philly night two um, 
Sorry, yeah, sorry, everyone, down. for that. Neil's got a bit of construction. If you if you hear the that noise. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway. So yeah, I agree, Neil. I mean, a, a little bit anticlimactic in that sense. That I mean, I think I think to have a proper tour closer, I mean, it can't be, it can't be a seventy five minute set at ACL. Um, you know, where you play all the songs that you just played there a week ago. So anyway, I mean, it's. Uh, we got we got some some big stuff coming though, so we'll we'll, we'll get to all that. So, um, but yeah, Ryan, you were you were on the scene. Uh, what was the what was the day like? Um, it was good. We we went a little earlier yesterday than we did last week. You know, last weekend we got to the festival pretty much right before Goose and just saw Goose, um, and then the Chili Peppers after. Uh, yesterday we got there. It was first of all, it was so hot yesterday. Oh my god, like. Thank God ACL has, uh, you know, hydration stations literally everywhere uh, to fill up your water bottle because there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of heat happening. Uh, but we got to the festival. Uh, we were enjoying the weather. Um, you know, we caught Spoon, uh, which was really, really cool. Actually, um, we, we were like on the rail on one side for Spoon, which was fun. We, you know, got there early because there was, there was a bit of shade and we were like, oh, we'll go hang out in that area and we got a great spot for it uh, and a cool moment was jeff walked by right as they dropped into inside out um which was cool i saw uh so i, I look i never listened to spoon i'm not gonna lie i hadn't and, uh, really either but you know neil talks about them all the time how much he loves yeah. spoon so yeah he's, yeah. he's like a spoonhead. um <laughs> yeah sure but, I, but somebody posted a clip of of the beginning of inside out and i mean I, I don't know. I mean, I, I got to say, and I, and I say this about, about a lot of covers that, that goose, I mean, Rick just sounds so Rick and, and, and the, and the music that the band is playing when, mm -hmm. when goose plays inside out is just, it's silky smooth compared to, you know, what, what I heard from the original artist. So yeah. just interesting. You know what I mean? It's uh, to, to my ears. I mean, I mean, it's, it's just way more pleasant, but. Yeah. You got to give props to those guys for writing that song, though. So <laughs> it's a good song, you know. That's fire. It's a great song. I, you know what? I, I honestly will agree with you. Again, it's it's probably the Goose bias, but I, I like the the Goose cover more than the Spoon original. But Spoon was really cool. Um, you know, not having heard any of their catalog outside of Inside Out before, and not ever having heard them perform Inside Out. Um, but you know, I, I, I called the song based on the opening synth swell, so I was proud of there myself. You go. You're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think uh, the, the big we difference. We got sound between, effects. Yeah. We got sound effects everywhere. Yeah, Neil's not the only one with background noise. Yeah. Um, you know, the, I think the big difference between the two is like Spoon not de dedicated their craft to the live music experience, whereas right. Goose has. Right. Uh, so I, I think you're going to get two different experiences there. Yeah. Um, See, we, cool. we, knew, see we, we knew you'd be the spoon apologist. Uh, <laughs> uh, the spoon. Uh, not surprising. <laughs> sure. spoon we know. It's amazing know. That, that this has taken a life of its own, but yes, uh, <laughs> I am. So. Um, so after Spoon, we headed over to the stage where Goose was going to be playing. We caught the band, the Marias, which was pretty cool. Kind of like very kind of like psychedelic vibe. Reminded me almost a bit of Krungbin um, in some ways, but that was really cool. Uh, band to see and then obviously you know once that crowd cleared out got our spot in front of the soundboard um you know got ready for goose i i, I went up to the the rail before the show started because i i went and I, I wanted to organize a happy birthday as they walked on stage which 
worked. And I was very happy about that. Um, but yeah, they, you know, they came on stage, you know, they go and go with Bourne uh, as the opener, which, you know, I think we were all expecting, um, you know, crowd was enjoying it to start. And then they, you know, album transitioned to hunger site, which I was at that point, I was kind of like, Oh, well, I am not going to win fantasy goose. <laughs> Basically as soon as they started hunger site, I was like, I know I'm screwed. They're going to play Arcadia and drip. Like I'm done. But you know, speaking of fantasy goose, for the first time ever, I beat Neil. All right, let's. Yeah, that's uh, a, that's, I love that's that you framed it like that. But I, that I makes wanna, me feel really good. Uh, <laughs> my nemesis. That I'm the, the so, benchmark for you know success. Well, it was just because I've, I've beat the other. Me. I've beat the other guys before. I feel like you. I feel like we've got a lot of fancy goose to talk about. So maybe we, we should we'll, push we'll that, get there. We'll push get that there. to the end. Um, but yeah, so after Hunger Sight, you know, we get another repeat in Animal. Um, luckily, I had maybe anticipated that one was all my picks. But, it, you know, Animal was fun. Festival crowd was loving it. Um, and then we get into uh, Arcadia after that, which, you know, the crowd was going nuts during the jam for this. Like, I, I don't know how much of the crowd yesterday were dedicated Goose fans who knew it. Like, I know there was a good amount around and up at the front. But the whole crowd was just going crazy at the peak of the Arcadia Jam, which was, you know, I loved that. It was awesome. And, and yeah, I mean, look, uh, it doesn't matter if you, you know, if if I went on tour and they played Arcadia every night, yeah, I mean, I'd be I'd be loving it uh, probably every night. So, so yeah, so so no surprise there, regardless of how many people were there the week before. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 you know, keep in mind, I mean, I I can't speak for everybody, but. Did anybody really even hear any of this who wasn't at the show? I don't know. if Did Sirius not? Because it sounded like Sirius didn't, did. didn't do the broadcast. You know what? It, it would make sense because a lot of the artists are playing the same set two weekends in a row. So I guess they don't feel like they need to broadcast the second weekend. Yeah. Again, yeah just throw, but... on, throw on the nugs from last week and I mean, yeah. you're good. Exactly. I, I, I would say that, you know, th- there's not anything that definitely warrants a re-listen here. Um, but really solid festival set. Like after Arcadia, we get Drip um, again, which, you know, just like last week, it was probably the most improv that we got. Um, I think Arcadia may have been a little bit longer. I'm not 100% sure on the timings um, from last night. But so after Drip Field, we get 726, which went over great with the crowd. Uh, People seem to be into it. Um, You know, and I, I love this as a cool down song a lot. Just it's a great tune, and, and at this point in the set, um, you know, I, I was holding on to like the 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 fading hope that maybe they would play Moby, um, but you know, unfortunately, I didn't get the Moby, uh, and we got Creatures Shama to close, um, which you know, for B, maybe for you, it was better that they didn't stream it. Well, look, um, so. You know, and, and we don't need to need to go super into this, but I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we talked about this on, on Twitter a bit, and then and then you know, kind of, we were all talking about it. Who's that? Is that Neil? Neil? Is that the construction workers? <laughs> um, I, don't know. I don't know what's going on there. So, we're so talking anyway, about it on Twitter, we're, we apologize yeah, yeah. for anyone with headphones on. 
Yeah. I mean, so I definitely went into last night thinking, oh, I don't think they're going to repeat anything from last week. Because I'm thinking same fest, you know, same place. I get I get some different people, a lot of different people probably. Um, but I just felt like, you know, you you just played here last week. You know what I mean? Like you're going to, you're going to mix it up. You, you got the material, you know what I mean? You're going to mix, you're going to mix things up. And so, you know, I, so that, so there's a lot of different theories kind of floating around, you know, one of them is like, there might be some kind of like contractual obligation. I just don't know if I buy that because I don't yeah. know why, why any festival would, the, it's not like the festival is going to say, Hey bands, you know, don't play your shitty stuff and fuck up our festival. Like the band's, why would a band do that? You know what I mean? Like, Correct. so the, so the band is, is capable of, of, of making the right decisions in terms of what they play. And, and obviously a lot of these other, maybe a lot of these other bands at ACL, you know, aren't live bands. And right, so yeah, maybe they're by default, they're playing. The that's going to be a carbon copy of, so, you know, yeah. maybe for a lot of bands. Right. And then, so then the other theory is, well, you know, I mean, it's like they want to play the, the hits and, you know, they've got this record and, and all this stuff. And I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking, the way I look at this is, so they're going to play the hits. That's bullshit because they have, look, Dozens. there's a couple dozen songs. They could that build three hit. or four festival sets with no repeats that would all just be certified banger sets. Mm -hmm. Like uh, that's just, that's not, that, that is not a challenge. And the thing about the album, again, I'm kind of like, okay, like I get that one. That's the biggest one. That's the biggest argument. Now Arcadia doesn't fit into that argument, but but it's yeah, get the album stuff. But at the same time, if you don't play a lot of stuff off Dripfield and somebody in that crowd doesn't know your music and they're like, oh, holy shit, like everything they played was awesome. I'm going to go buy this new record. Then they get home. They're like, oh, well, hold on a second. I just saw all this awesome music. And now this record just has more awesome music that they didn't play. Like that's not going to turn them off. That's going to make them go, holy shit. I better keep digging because I mean, this band has so much amazing material. So, you know, I don't know. It's again, I was just a little bit surprised yeah. um, at, at the way that that went. Um, but, but understand like, you know, the root of my surprise is that I believe this band has so much amazing material mm -hmm. that, you know what I mean? That that's kind of where that's where that that's the place where that comes from. So, so I just wanted to kind of throw that out there as well. No, it makes sense. And, you know, it also really surprised me that we didn't get a Cali Magic last night. I really thought that was coming. Um, you know, they haven't played it in yeah. you know, one of its longest gaps right now. Um, my mother was very much hoping for that song. Um, and yeah, I was too. It, which, and, if, you know, if they had played it, Fancy Goose result would have been different. But Microphone okay right now? Okay, yeah, you're good right I now. I'll make sure. I don't know what happened there. I didn't I couldn't hear what you guys were hearing. So, but in any case, I think that's the one of the big stories of this show is the fact that they didn't play California Magic, right? Mm -hmm. So they went out there and they played all their hits. I think at least for the last few festival sets, California Magic was one of those songs that they always tried to play and it didn't make it here. Um, so I wonder what's going on with that song. Yeah. Cuz it, it seems like they don't like it as much as they did, you know, a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. yeah um but so you know they closed with the creatures shama the it was the shama was fun because you know they dedicated it to jeff for his birthday i i, I still am curious to know what the genesis behind this inside joke of 
Jeff wanting to catch a Shama is. Um, but they, as they went into the song, uh, someone brought out a tequila bottle with candles in it <laughs> for Jeff, um, which was well. Was so this is the last thing I'll say about it. So, so it, it, it is pretty funny that on one hand, people are like, oh, well, you know, they had to play all these repeats because this is the serious ACL festival. Yeah. And you and can't then they fuck around and not play all that shit. Yeah. Oh, and then here's, and then also here's Shamma. So you know, <laughs> it's kind of. Uh, yeah. I was very happy with what they played um, from a fantasy goose perspective. Yeah. I had a pretty good night. Closed out strong. Which is uh, the yeah? Way you banked should, on you know. the repeats. That that I mean. I did bank. Well, I didn't fully right commit. Play. If I if I had thrown hunger sight on there, I would have had a certain victory. But uh, maybe next time. But I, I don't know. Like I think going out there and, and playing these songs feels like kind of what is expected of an artist when they go play ACL. Not you know when when Red Hot Chili Peppers goes. Ryan and I talked about this a little bit the other day. Mm-hmm. They're playing probably the same two sets, right? almost every artist that go there is playing the same two sets. So, you know, that's essentially what they did with like a little bit of a shakeup, but I, I do agree though. They could have played two completely different sets and they would have been awesome, but it also seems they made a concerted effort to not go out there and jam. And then that kind of handcuffs them a little bit yeah. in terms of going out there and playing a bunch of bangers. So, so there's the, the counter argument. Maybe they just didn't feel like, they could, you know, take out, I don't know, Redbird and not jam it, for example. You know, they've they, done it before. Yeah, that's true. I feel like I feel like there have been festival sets where they've taken songs that, you know, do jam and then Yeah. There's the drive at Beale Street, right? Was it Beale yeah. that they did oh, that? Yeah, at? Beale Street, they took yeah. they, like all I need drive, like all those songs, and then they just didn't jam them. You know, yeah, yeah they, true. they had, there was a Redbird at Thing Fest. They played a, you know, they played a, a relatively quick arrow at Sacred Rose, or maybe it wasn't. I think that was like twenty minutes. Um, yeah, but re- regardless, like you know, yeah. they could they could have played a quick pancakes, a quick red bird, like anything like that. So, regardless yeah. of what it was, it was a really fun set. Uh, you know, great way to cap off uh, the weekend. You know, we're flying home from Austin uh, later tonight. Um, you know, gonna miss the weather. Um, it was. I think that there's a bit of a cold front moving in right now. And I say cold front in quotes because it's still like 18 degrees Celsius. Um, no, nobody, know, nobody knows what that means, dude. And I don't know what that means in Fahrenheit, um, but I'm going home to where it's much colder. So not, not particularly looking forward to that, but I get to see King Gizzard uh, tomorrow night, which is going to be fun. So Music awesome stuff. So let's uh, to, to wrap up a little bit without giving away too much for our larger episode that's going to be coming out soon. Sure. A very interesting tour given how, you know, winter tour and summer tour were this year. I feel like, you know, I feel like they're maybe feeling the pressure of, you know, kind of the great expectations at this point. And so, you know, we're losing a little bit of that, you know, we're going to go out here and we're going to take some chances improvisationally because, you know, as we've talked about a bunch for most of this tour, they've returned to kind of the, you know, upbeat peaks and grooves, whatever that we were used to in 2019, 2020, instead of the more, you know, darker and spacier stuff that we've seen the last couple of years. So I think it's interesting to maybe look at that could be a factor um, or whatever it may be, but I'm curious to see, you know, if and when they start, 
you know, taking more chances again, because, you know, we saw a couple of darker jams this tour, but really not to the degree that we were seeing them in the spring and summer. Oh man, I, I think there's a bunch of really good jams on this tour. I, I think kind of what colors my opinion of this tour is that if you kind of draw like a, a graph of how this tour went, I think it started really strong in terms of the jams and then kind of slowly tapered off. And I don't know, I need to go back and listen to a bunch of this stuff again. I haven't really listened to Dallas at all. Um, and like OKC and Kansas City, like I need to take a listen to those again pretty closely. But at the beginning of this tour, there's some very, very good stuff. I thought that like Richmond was great. I thought Atlanta was great. I thought New Orleans was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of after that, it yeah, I don't know what happened there. I it mean, did Arkansas seem like- was really amazing, I think, as a, as a full show. But, you know, yeah, in this past week, there's definitely been less consistency yeah i mean you know dallas had that one kind of piece which was pretty neat right with the kind of weaving in and out of things but there wasn't really anything noteworthy in terms of jams in that show and i feel like that was kind of a theme towards the end of the tour but uh yeah i'm excited to take a step back from this tour and think about it and and yeah just take a look at these jams and we're going to do that a little bit later this week and i'm looking forward to it yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys, I think kind of, kind of hit the the main points for me there as well. Kind of feel like this, this tour, you know, started out pretty good, you know, started to get a little bit better and then it kind of plateaued off and then maybe even kind of, kind of just took a slight dip at the end. Um, but I do agree a lot of, there's a, a lot of good jams, you know, and uh, I, you know, I haven't, I haven't, I've kind of got my fall jams ranked. Um, and there's, there's at least, I think eight or nine that are going to make it into my 64. I haven't slotted them in yet. So I don't know how high any of those are going to be, but um, I still feel like a lot of the strongest stuff was kind of, kind of first half of the year. Um but, uh, but yeah, and then show wise, I, you know, again, I mean, I, you know, I need some time to kind of look back at these and, and, and soak it all in and, and do some re-listening and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I don't want to make any hasty ranks, um, but I'm not sure there's going to be too much from this tour that goes into like my top 10 shows. Um, yep. so, mm-hmm. so yeah, but I've been really enjoying some of these jams um, and, you know, a lot of this, a lot of the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, I've been listening, uh, you know, to a lot of my favorite stuff from this tour on repeat. So, I mean, there's, there's definitely some stuff that's held my interest and um, that, that, that I've really been digging. So, um, and yeah, also, also, yeah, super psyched. I mean, we're going to, you know, like these guys said, I mean, you know, like you guys said, we're going to get together and do a, a proper recorded pod, uh, where we can spend our normal four or five hours, um, you know, really. <laughs> it's been too long. Really, it's yeah, just just long. really, you know, amusing one another with with our our ramblings and, um, you know, and hopefully amusing you poetic. with our ramblings. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so I don't know. I mean, um, I, it sounds like we're all kind of, kind of on the same page there. Um, I feel like we definitely uh, probably need to take a minute and talk about fantasy. Yeah. Um, if you guys are ready for that. You know what? It's going into last night. I, I was a little bit like, th- there's no way I'm actually going to be able to pull this off. And I was right. 
<laughs> I was not able to pull it off. Um, so this is know. the second time Daniel has done this, by the way. Uh, really? When just just to be this? clear, he he did it to me also. I think two seasons ago, yeah, just came back yeah. in the like the last like week and one. Well, so, so yep. let me just say, Ryan. I mean, I, I think I think you're in the right headspace. It sounds like you didn't have a lot of confidence in yourself, and so the good thing about that is then you don't let your you're not let down and and bummed afterwards. Oh you know no, I mean? I'm so like because if you believe down. in yourself too much, <laughs> you know, then I mean, listen, the, the, I was really not confident in my picks the night I got Golden Goose this tour. So that's usually how that works. So yeah, I think we should. I, I think we should first before we we talked too much about Ryan's experience. I mean, I think we do need to congratulate D um, on, on that win. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, you know, this was a tough tour, you know, we, we, there's, there's, I, and, 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 you know, here's the thing. So D won, and then you guys came in, uh, you know, Ryan second and Neil tied third. for third. Um, and then I, I came in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what are you going on about here? Oh, Neil tied for third. I thought you said yes. Neil and I tied. Okay. No. And then I came in seventh. And then uh, Kev came in 12th. Top 12. So, so, <laughs> so had the top. So AAT pod, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, we gotta pump it up. You know what I mean? Top three spots, four out of seven, five out of 12. I mean, that's a pretty good performance. Um, so obviously, you know, there are some other people out there that we saw that are showing hints of some skills mm -hmm. to compete. Uh, but it was nice to see us sweeping the top three. Yeah. Uh, just kind of letting everybody know there at the end, you know, Don't forget about us. Like, yeah, we're, yeah we're you got to come hard, here. but, you know but I mean? shout out, shout out to Ryan, uh, leg bold, <laughs> AKA legs, uh, who was holding down the top spot for most of the tour. Uh, you know, really nice to see again, this is probably the most competitive fantasy goose tour yet. Uh, so I'm looking forward to as, as the game continues to expand um, and, you know, we, the number of players grows. I'm excited to I see think, how it keeps going. I think Diesel Johnny makes a really good point here. I mean, you know, we've got to. I don't know how long an MLB wildcard round is. So I think we've got to. Uh, I, think, I think we should at some point take a look at, at the tours and look at who won, you know, some of the lengthier tours. Um, you know, I mean, I think there's something to that for sure. Just if you're ranking, if you're ranking champions, I just <laughs> think that that's something champions. that you would probably want to look at. So, oh, and, and when you know, I, I've that? heard, I have heard that it is looked down upon to to talk about the past, uh, <laughs> or uh, maybe kind of take a look at things to really truly decide, you know, who the greatest is. Uh, but I will say this because this is another interesting tidbit of information if you're looking at 2022 overall which i think perhaps is a better measure uh, of a fantasy yes. goose player <laughs> jeff goose is in first place uh he is one point ahead of me oh, and then there's a giant gap between the two of us and the next person i have well, no idea how we're so far ahead of everybody else but it's just the two of us so yeah you know there's going to yeah. be two so, fights going on here to to end out the year we've got taboos and then we've got goose miss and new year's and I don't know what that's going to be in terms of a season. Kind of hope it's yeah, all jammed together. Question. I don't know. Maybe not. I, well, I say put. I say wrap those together and, just, and give yeah, us one more champion. The end of the year. Yeah, just like one more thing through the end of the year, and then so there's that season. You know, the winner of that season should deserve some some praise. 
Yeah. However, yeah. there's going to be the real heavyweight bout, which is all yeah. of 2022. And I'm currently you know, trailing like 70 points. So I, I don't think I'm going to pick up your game. That's all I have to say, man. <laughs> no. Like, if yeah. you, you want to, no, I mean, try again next year is, is what I would say too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Probably. Oh, man. Going well, to camp. So, Just messed you up. Yeah. 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 No, that's a good point. Um, that's a good point that you made about me uh, being ahead for the year. Um, <laughs> and so, so I'm here, trying to yeah. be humble there. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, he's the, trying. Uh, is he? Yeah. I do like the idea, though, of, of wrapping the, the next shows up. Those. So I don't know what uh, I haven't heard from any of the fan, fancy goose people. It sounds like there might be some layoffs over there. They're hiring right now. I don't know if it's because of this welcome to Delta stuff. Or the drive or, or one, drive on. two fiasco. But, like, yeah, never sounds know. like Jay might be cleaning house over there. I don't know what's going on, but um, yeah, Neil, I need to do a better job of volunteering to do set lists. On well, so the the thing is, on uh, that thread is so fast and furious that I kind of mute it on my phone because I can't <laughs> keep up with it. And like, what I do is I I will be watching the show and then I forget to check it, and then like, you know, it's a really small group of people that are doing that job and they all do a really great job but sometimes they uh yeah matthew ross is uh it's probably yes right on that one. you know what this was neil and i both made this mistake uh the other night it was it was late and you know we were enjoying ourselves and uh yeah. it was like oh magic carpet ride and then i was like oh yeah I mean, and then I, I posted it's it like i don't know <laughs> and then they got to the chorus and i was like wait a minute this is not magic carpet ride <laughs> um Man, those kind of fit in the same categories in my brain of like classic rock songs that I've heard a bajillion times. And like, I don't know, man, like it was born to be wild. And it was actually pretty good. Jeff did a pretty good job singing that one. I thought it was great. You know what? I am throwing Neil under the bus because it was his fault. So I should probably know better because you were born 40 years after that song was written or something like that. So uh, who knows? Yeah, Neil's heard it like seven to eight thousand more times probably in his life <laughs> yeah that's probably true that's probably true mm-hmm. but so uh, is this wait sorry diesel johnny says first time played as a choice on fantasy goose is that still a thing i thought that was not rectified. be it should i think neil did not give Corey his points for that um i was not a, so I, I have no influence on Dylan. how things go on that i just help out with set lists when you know when it's needed and I've been a really bad volunteer on that front this year, but I should do it more often because I'm always listening. Yeah. Unless this tour, FTP. like Central Time, and when you do it, the three of us get to compete about who calls the song first. Yeah, no, I have no interest in that game. I've like had one failure too many to <laughs> compete uh, on, on that front. Never forget the, the Royal uh, Oak Echo. <laughs> the Royal Oak Echo. Yeah. Uh. Uh, well, good season though. It was fun. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I was just saying, Diesel Johnny said FTP is a choice. You know, with the eye roll, which I, which I agree. Now the problem is, is that it's technically it's something you can choose on the form, mm-hmm. but you don't get points if they do play it for a set. So it's kind of not fair that that it's in there. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see those forms get cleaned up a little bit. Um, I don't think it's exposed anymore. I don't. I don't think you can see it. Anymore. Okay, but it was at Dylan. It was. Corey yeah, I think had, it was a mistake. It, and then he didn't. Yep. They and then and they did something for the first time that night, but he didn't get points. And I kind of thought that was a little bit unfair. But um, hey, he's in that chat. 
so uh he can work it out with them yeah so. yeah yeah totally okay cool so um yeah listen we've got some some pretty exciting stuff coming right up though i yeah, mean Rick's you know, we, the tour's wrapped up weekend i'm sorry rick's playing with phil and friends this weekend that's what i was that's what i was getting into yeah did you want to go sorry, sorry i i i <laughs> your preamble please no no so yeah well just saying you know we're we're wrapping up this tour and now boom we've got some some extra special shows this weekend with you know rick and phil and friends i'm really excited for that um in fact i'm kicking myself a little bit that i didn't make more of an effort to try to get out there um for those because i think i think it's going to be amazing um so super psyched for that and then obviously the 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 tray tour with goose and then we've got um shortly after that um goosemas shows uh that we're all going to be at here in in beautiful colorado um and then and then a news year uh, new year's run in news year in cincinnati um so yeah yeah what are you most excited about i guess is might, might be a good question i mean, am most excited about saturday because i'm going to phil and rick and friends yeah. So I am yeah, super, super stoked about that one. Going with a high school buddy who is super fun to go to shows with. And uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I, the, my only regret is that I am only doing one of them. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we'll, we'll see how it goes down. I'm excited to go to the cap because I've never actually been to the cap. Uh, so that's going to be exciting. Um, not excited about driving down there uh, on a weekend, but you know, we'll see how it goes. We're driving taking that the ferry to New York over? City. What? No, it's just thinking... like a straight shot to like right over to New York City, basically from where I am. And uh, but like once you get down to that part of Connecticut, it doesn't matter when. It's just like brutal. I'd almost always rather take a train, but I'm not going to do that this time because I'm going to Portchester, not New York City. So. Um, but yeah, man, I'm stoked for that. That is going to be super fun. And then I don't know, maybe we get like an Arabolo date sprinkled in somewhere here. I mean, they've done that a lot recently, but I also hope they take a rest too, because it did seem like they retired at the end of this tour. Um, I think Peter mentioned more than a couple times, not sleeping at all. Yeah. I think also uh, they had, you know, just seeing, um, when I saw them, like, you know, they were in new Orleans for two nights, which is like, you know, a lot of partying and they leave late and then, you know, they had stubs, which they didn't finish, you know, loading out until like two thirty or three o'clock in the morning. And then they had to start setting up at ACL at 6am. So there, there's yep. some really tight dates and I'm sure they had the same kind of schedule, you know, yesterday. So they had to, you know, post show in Dallas, you know, drive to Austin and then 6am they're going again. Um, so yeah. They played 71 shows so far this year. I mean, that's, that's got to make you tired. A lot of shows. But back shows. to the point about the shows with Phil and Friends and Rick this weekend. Um, next Monday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern, we are going to talk about them here live. Oh, we are? This we is are. a production meeting now. This is exciting. We haven't discussed that, <laughs> <though>. <laughs> um, yeah, did you send us, Did you send out an email? Um, there was maybe like a, a memo email. sent, uh, a company-wide memo. At Storm Sound Enterprises. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I'll be here. <laughs> uh, no, I'm excited to talk about that music. That's going to be fun. Hopefully, we yeah. get streams. Uh, Friday night will they be awesome. They did announce the streams. Yeah. Def- the streams are Official announced. Streams. Oh, that's yeah. right. They announced yeah. them yeah. on Friday. On or fans, Thursday right. Yeah, or Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah, on fans. I forgot. 
What about so, Trey Tour? Any word on streams there yet? I haven't seen anything. Not yet, but I think it's still, you know, it's still weeks away. So I'm sure they'll announce it, you know, four or five days before it starts, as they usually do. Yeah, that's an interesting one, right? I, I would be really surprised does his stuff on, go ahead. on Nugs or Live Fish. So I, I'm guessing... But he doesn't typically stream tab shows. He has here and there, but yeah, it's not yeah, usually something it's that It's not happens. like a, it's not Correct. a given. Correct. But I, I'm betting because of the notoriety of the tour and the fact that, you know, they definitely won't pass up the opportunity to make another buttload of money webcasting it. Like, Yeah, man. Well, let's hope they do get streamed. Otherwise, I have to go to all of them. Uh, and I'm going to do as many as I can. I spent a good amount of time today actually researching doing Syracuse and Reading. Yeah, I feel like I have to do the tour closer. I feel like I have to. It's gonna be, I don't know. It's like I, there's like a. Uh, there you go. Um, Thirty four ninety nine for a buffery SD stream. Ninety nine dollars with T-shirt and lossy MP3 download. I, I would good. pay for that. Those, I would those are fans' prices. It honestly. sounds like a yeah. It sounds like a fair deal for this. I don't know. I'm really really excited about Tab Tour, uh, Taboos Tour, and I want to see as much of it as I can, but. I don't know. Maybe I'll figure out that last leg after I go to the first three. You never know. You never know how Find it's going to go. You know what I mean? Come to Glens Falls for my birthday. That's one that I don't think I can do, but I think I, I can know. definitely do Syracuse and I can definitely do Reading. Um, but we'll see how it all works out. That's, tickets are hard, man. Awesome. I know. It's going like to be awesome. Mohegan tickets are bananas. If you look at like the secondary market prices on Mohegan tickets, it's outrageous. I know. I need to find Hundreds those. and hundreds of dollars, <laughs> no matter what. And if you want to sit behind the stage, you're paying like more than a hundred bucks. Yeah. It's crazy. Woo. Yeah. Well, I'm very much looking forward to that, but it's been, it's been a good tour, um, you know, of doing these recaps every day. Uh, I'm glad we started doing them. It's been lovely. Thank you. Everybody who's been tuning in. Uh, we will not be stopping these anytime soon. Um, Cause we have fun. And um, if you are going to, I think we only need guests now for uh, new year's. Um, but if you are going to Cincinnati for New Year's, uh, or if you really want to get ahead of the game and you're going to Okeechobee in March uh, and you want to be on the pod, shoot us a message. No, don't. <laughs> don't send us a message. Four we'll likely forget. Um, yeah, a lot of things can happen between now and then. Yes. I don't know. Well, we have guests lined up all the way through tab at this point. Yeah, we do. Oh, that's exciting. Well, Goosemas, we're not really doing guests, right? Goosemas, all five of us will be in the same room, which is going to be... Yeah, we're all sharing a hotel room. You know, so, who knows Who knows how yeah. that's going to go when we're all in the same room, but... Yeah. We're all sharing it's, one uh, king bed. Yeah, well, you, you can sleep in the bathtub. I think we've determined <laughs> that. And uh, I don't know. I've done that before, man, where you get like 14 people in a hotel room. It's great. Uh, no, I'm sleeping in my own room all by myself. I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, no, the, the everybody together episode, it might be wonderful. Uh, it might be a total train wreck and we won't know until we get everybody in the room together and do it. So I'm excited for that. You know, the anticipation really has me fired up. Um, you know, it could go either way, really. You never know. It's be great. It might end yeah. up being a two hour recap of one show knowing us, but yeah, very well could be. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, that that's still a couple months away. We've got lots. Uh, oh, they want to see your new rain stick tattoo. Oh, man. It's very small. You can't see it on his neck. It's uh, 
the rain stick is in kind of a sensitive area that I don't think I can <laughs> put on not, camera. Not suitable oh, for yeah. the live stream. Well, okay. Well, you know, in between now and Goosemas, we've got lots of great stuff uh, coming up. Uh, stay tuned to all of the socials. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Storm Sound, uh, so you don't miss anything. Uh, all the podcast episodes in the future will be coming up on there as well. Um, so don't miss anything. We will see you back here next Monday um, to talk about Phil and Friends. Um, so thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of Always Almost There, Day After Show Live. We will see Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born, to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song.